Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast dedicated to transforming your health in less time and guilt-free through the power of habit hacking. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, behavior change specialist, fitness and Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained, but lacked the time and confidence to actually make myself a priority. Creating habit strategies around my health was the key to help me finally create a consistent, healthy lifestyle that does doesn't feel hard. I'm now on a mission to equip you with those same sustainable habit hacks to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt-free. Together, we will simplify your health into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but rather consistent actions that add up to a massive transformation that will stick through all seasons of your life. So if you're ready to have it hack your health and create your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 164 of Self Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. You are here at a really great time because we are in the midst of a confidence series. Yes, we are talking about confidence this whole month and a little bit into September on Self Transformed because it's something I know that a lot of the ladies in my community struggle with. And personally, it's something I've been struggling with a lot as well. Next Monday, I'll share my confidence story and how I've been lacking confidence really this past summer and what I'm doing to take back control of the way I feel about myself. And I'm really excited to bring you today's guest, Amanda Blevins. She is a cycle star from Cycle Bar in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and she's amazing. You are going to love this conversation. She has You can just tell she's just the sweetest and has the biggest heart. I loved listening back to this conversation. I loved having this conversation with her. And I know you're going to leave today smiling and feeling really great about yourself from the inside out. Before we get into today's conversation, though, I wanted to remind you this Wednesday, the 17th, at 12 p.m. Eastern live in the Facebook community, we are doing our monthly mini workshop. It's a 15-minute coaching with me. This month, we are talking about how to pace yourself into new habits, how not to just go full throttle, which a lot of us do. I tend to do that, especially in January and then the new year, too. I wonder if you feel that way, too. And this was actually voted on by the community. It was actually word for word what one of the girls had said to me. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. And this is why we have the community. So we can have well, we, we laugh a lot over there, but we can have real life conversations and you can give your input on what you want to hear on the podcast. And it's a group of like-minded women. I'd love for you to come join us. There's a link in the show notes for you, or you can go to bit.ly slash self-transform-fam to join. If you can't join the workshop live, no worries. You can watch the replay. You can join the community now and go to the guide section and check out all of the previous workshops we have posted there as well. Now, make sure you go watch this workshop, though, because I have a special discount code. I always share a surprise at the end of these workshops. If this is not your first rodeo with me, you know I always do that. But also, I just kind of felt something called on my heart. So I'm going to be offering a new weekly 
free service. Yes, a free service I just felt was really put on my heart. I'm going to start offering every week for one person, and I can't wait to share that with you. So make sure to go to the community, join us. Um, the next round of Self Transform You Next Level. So if you want that one-on-one accountability through my signature program, I mean, you can get STU at any time. You can get the program at any time. Go through it. Create your own health plan backed by habit strategy. It's something I'm personally going through again right now myself, which I'll share more in the next week on the podcast. You can get the program anytime, but if you're like me, I need accountability or else I might not do it. Join us on the 29th of August for the next round of STU Next Level where we'll have some one-on-one coaching available helping you through that program, okay? So you can go to selftransformu.com to reserve your spot. I only take five ladies every month because hashtag self-care. <laughs> All right, I want to talk to you about Amanda. She's freaking amazing. Like I mentioned, you guys are going to love her. And I went, I really love the podcasting world because let me tell you, I get a lot of pitches in my inbox and a lot of times they don't align with what I think you want to hear. <laughs> a lot of times there's like I won't even get into it. <laughs> There's a lot of them where they're just copy and paste in emails to me and it's just not aligned with what I know you need to hear and um, I'm just not going to do that. But every once in a while, there's one that comes across my inbox where I'm like, yes, our ladies could really hear from this. And what's really interesting, I was reached out um, to by someone from Cycle Bar. And if you don't know, I used to coach at Cycle Bar here in Indianapolis for three years. Cycling is one of my soulmate workouts. I love it so much. If you find me on Spotify at Emily Nichols 22, you will find, I think, almost 400 playlists on there right now from when I coach there. And I have a lot on there from Orange Theory that I've created too, or other random playlists that I've made for 40th birthdays, girls weekends. My son has his own playlist on there as well, but you, don't, you probably don't want to hear those. But I... I'm so excited because I remember hearing about Amanda when I was still a cycle star and instructor there at Cycle Bar, and I was so excited for her to come on because we're going to talk in this confidence series about how to stop waiting on the weight, like the number on the scale, in order to really live your life. We're going to talk about body positivity and how working out from the inside out, not from the outside in, from the inside out will help you feel more confident. Fitness is not just about the physical workout, it's more so about the actual mental benefits and how you feel after you leave a workout. However, a lot of us are really intimidated or scared or have had a bad experience and don't want to step inside of a group fitness facility or even a gym or maybe you just don't have the motivation at home. Totally get that. Amanda is going to help lead us through this conversation to help you feel more confident. But let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a nonprofit community engagement manager. She's the lead cycle bar instructor in Westchester, Pennsylvania. So she started taking cycling in, in 2014 as a way to cope with a divorce, which we'll talk about the mental health benefits again of 
fitness, not just cycling, but fitness in general. And she started teaching in 2017, moving to Cycle Bar in 2019. And since then, she's trained over 10 instructors and helped open a new Cycle Bar as well. She's just super passionate about helping people from all sorts of backgrounds feel good through movement. If I'm ever in the Westchester area, I got to go take a class with Amanda. I have a feeling my heart's going to feel super, super happy after taking a class with her. I hope you feel confident after listening to this episode. Get a pen and paper handy. Listen with an open heart and an open mind. And make sure to stick around to the end so I will share our three biggest takeaways. All right, let's get into this conversation with Amanda. All right, gang, thank you so much again for tuning in to Self-Transformed. I am so excited to continue this confidence series with my new friend, Amanda Blevins from Cycle Bar. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited. We connected cycling, like indoor spinning is like one of my first like loves and like soulmate workouts. So I'm so excited to talk to you a little bit about the connection um, that we kind of have together about this. But the first question I ask every single guest is what comes to mind when you hear the phrase self-transformed? Yeah. So I, um, so thank you. It's great to be here. Um, and I'm so excited to be talking to you. Um, I, I think sometimes when you hear transformed, it sounds like such a, a big word, right. And it's almost like, um, you know, a point in time that all of a sudden there's this big shift, but, um, for me and in my life, I think, you know, the, um, you know, being transformed and self-transform has been a bunch of little things that have happened over time. And so now I can look back over the past 10 years of my life and I definitely have transformed, but I don't, um, I can't point to, you know, one particular moment or action or something like that, that's, that's happened. It's really just been sort of the path of life and, um, you know, how different, um, you know, experiences and things have come to me that have shaped me into the person that I am and, um, have changed me into the person that I am. So, um, you know, so for me, that's, that's sort of what comes to mind, um, you know, when, when self-transformed comes up. Yeah, totally. Like you said, it's kind of like your own path is the little things that happen over time that kind of add up to really big transformation over time, whether you're looking for it or not. Right. If you look exactly. back, like, oh man, like I've really transformed a lot in the past 10 years. Like y'all have, right. <laughs> That's just life. 100%. Right? Totally. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to get to know you a little bit better and let our listeners get to know you and your, your story. So do you kind of have like your own transformation story? Think of, you know, who you are and what you do today and pretty much what, how you got there. Kind of like what, what was, what's been your path? Yeah. So, um, I am from outside of Philadelphia, grew up in this area for my whole life. I went to college at Penn state. Um, I came back, um, you know, right after college, um, and got married when I was 22 and divorced by 27. Um, and so, um, the, the divorce was almost sort of like a catalyst and a switch in, in sort of my life of everything that sort of built up. And, um, when I got divorced, I was a little bit lost. I think, you know, my whole life before that had been, 
Um, I was on a path. I was on a goal. I had a picture of what my life was going to be. And um, when that divorce happened, it all kind of just flew out the window. (laughs) So um, from there, I um, had some mental health struggles um, that came along with the divorce. I um, had settled into anxiety and depression and, um, uh, you know, random fits of crying and panic attacks and things like that immediately after um, that had happened. Um, and my mom actually about six months after I got divorced, um, had a foot injury. She was taking, um, classes at a spin and bar studio that was local and she couldn't take them and they were going to expire. So she's like, just give me whatever you can pay for these classes, go take them. Um, they have spin there. I know you like to spin, take the classes. And, um, you know, through movement and then subsequently starting with the therapist and getting on medication, um, my life really changed and I had a lot more clarity, um, in what it was that I wanted to do. So, um, that led me on a path to starting a journey as a fitness instructor in spin. I used to also teach bar at that studio where I started. Um, it also led to just a little bit more confidence in day-to-day life. Um, because I felt like because I was moving, I felt healthier in my mind, which, um, you know, allowed me to sort of put myself out there a little bit more for different careers. Um, I worked for nonprofits for the majority of my career. Um, so, you know, put myself on a path to get, um, you know, better jobs move up that way, which, you know, has been wonderful. Um, and then I taught at that studio for about a year and a half, took a little break and then, um, came to cycle bar about a year later. And I've been there for the past three years teaching. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a constant work in progress, whether it be in my career in my relationships, um, or with teaching, um, spin. And that's something that, you know, I really try to portray to those that are in my class and, um, but that's kind of the journey that I'm on yeah, and how I got here. (laughs) What I love so much about that, Amanda, is that like, you didn't go to that spin class initially be like, oh, I'm going to be like an instructor. Like here I go. (laughs) Right. 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 I feel like sometimes we have kind of like an inner intuition about things like this and just speaking as a fitness instructor myself too, you know, you do kind of have to put on like a hat of confidence, if you will, to be like, okay, guys, (laughs) here's what we're doing. Even if you're like, "Ah." (laughs) like inside, like slowly, like, oh, I hope you like me. I hope I'm doing this right. I don't look or sound silly. But the more you do it, it's just almost like an unconscious behavior, a habit that builds up over time. And I love how that spilled over outside of your studio as well into your real life. That's so cool. Yeah, I've always lived in a larger body as well. So walking into um, a spin class, you know, when I started taking it, if I couldn't get the bike in the back corner in the dark, like I didn't want to (laughs) go. So, I mean, it took a long time and instructors along the path to be like, okay, like you can stay in the back row and move toward the middle. And then like, maybe it's okay to move up to that second row and, you know, keep moving up. So it certainly wasn't something that came organically. And even, you know, when I had said that I wanted to teach, I was just like, 
you know, maybe I'll just go and like, see what they do. I have no expectation of getting on the podium. And, um, actually it was so funny just this, or this week, even going to cycle bar, I, um, I just taught my 500th ride this week, um, at that studio, which is amazing. It's so, so cool. exciting. Yeah. Thank you. A lot of playlists, um, I, girl. That's a lot of playlists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much music. Yeah. I need to find you on Spotify now. I'm yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I told her, I mean, I almost didn't go to my cycle bar audition because I was like, I'm not going to get it. They're not going to like me. I'm not going to go. So, you know, sometimes it really is just like, you know, I think it's Beyonce. She's like this, the Sasha fierce person, right? Like you just have totally. to be like, okay, it's not me. I'm just going, um, to put yourself out there. Well, I have to share a story. I remember when you, you first became an instructor, cause I think K Max might have shared like an Instagram post or something in an email or something. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Go Amanda, go Amanda. <laughs> so I've been following along with your story for a while. And then when Psycho Bar reached out, I was like, I have to interview Amanda. So oh. it's like full circle for me too. I'm yes, so excited. That's amazing. Right. So what led you to want to become an instructor? So you're taking these classes. It's another thing to be like, okay, I'm going to audition, which number one is scary. And number two, you're putting yourself out there, but number two, it's like, okay, but if I get it, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) I know, you know, I, I think that I really was able to connect with the instructors that were in the studio. Mm -hmm. Um, and just the words and the things that they were saying were, were so authentic. Um, you know, they were talking about things that, um, that I was struggling with too. It was like, if you don't like your job, get a new one. Um, if you're unhappy in relationships, like move on, just, you know, have the, um, the feeling of self-worth that you can move to what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I was incredibly empowered by that. And, um, it was something that I wanted to be able to give to other people. And I wanted to be able to show people, um, you know, that spinning particularly, but really all movement is for anyone that wants to do it. Um, you know, I was very nervous at the way that I looked going in. Like, I remember, um, you know, just being like, I'm not going to be able to do this because I just don't look like them. And then you get on the bike and you're starting to do things. And it was like, oh, wait, like I can do all the things that these other people are doing. Um, and I remember on my 30th birthday, they actually let me ride on the podium with the instructor. And there were people that were coming up to me and just being like, I didn't think I could do this, but I saw you do it. You know, this is amazing. I'm going to stick with it now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm grateful that that community was inclusive. Um, I'm incredibly grateful, you know, for cycle bar and being inclusive. And I know that they're not completely, you know, unique in inclusivity. There's many other brands that, that welcome everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's scary going into those spaces. And so I just wanted to show people that, um, you know, anybody can move, movement is for everybody and every person is worthy of, you know, feeling good when they leave a fitness class, whether they did none of the things that the instructor did, half of the things the instructor did, or all of the things the instructor did that you're, 
um, you know, you're in a space, you're in a room where people are genuinely cheering you on just because you showed up. Um, and so that was kind of the driving force for me. And also I, you know, I grew up, um, singing and, um, I did a lot with music and I wasn't doing that in my adult life. So little did I know how much I would be listening to Spotify. <laughs> um, cause it's a lot, like you said, uh, you know, it's, it's a ton of music, but it was really my way to connect with rhythm and music and movement again. So yeah. I loved it. Well, and you're performing on that bike too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a stage, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Well, I love that so much. I find with a lot of instructors, I feel like it's like a passion that t- turns into something you were always meant to do because I feel like we all have our own story where you've been in a class and you're like, I think I could do this. I think okay. I could do this. I really want to do this. And then you know, you have some type of like feeling that comes from taking a class and you see how it applies to your real life. And then you're like, I want others to feel this way. And like you said, feel empowered when you leave a class and just how, you know, like you said, that applied towards your work, but being able to give that back to others, that's just, I think something internally uh, as a fitness instructor, you're probably just like, I was born to do and give back to others. I love that so much. Now, I I seriously feel like, you know, like you were saying, when someone leaves your class, whether they did everything, half of the things, if they just sat in the, um, you know, I loved bike number 22 when I took classes (laughs) on bike 22, um, because my lucky number, and plus it was right in the middle in the second row, I could see really well. Um, You know, whether that would be whatever you did, you felt leaving empowered, but I feel like there's such a connection with mental health and cycling movement of any, of any kind, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, you were kind of on your own mental health journey, which thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that. But how can someone really create a habit of movement into their daily routine? We're big on talking about habits here. And I feel like everyone's like, okay, I know like movement's good for me, but how, how are you able to make a habit of fitness and seeing how that was for your mental health? How did you make that a habit into your life? Well, I mean, I think we've all, um, myself included done workouts that, you know, we don't love. Right. But like, you know, for me, I, um, I get in my head a lot with yoga. And so I was like, I was like, they say that, you know, yoga is supposed to be meditation. It's supposed to clear your mind. So initially I was like, I'm going to take all these yoga classes and I'm going to be great. And, you know, for me at that moment in my life, that wasn't what I needed. I needed the spin class. So I think, you know, the first thing that you can do to create a habit is just you want to find something that you love just because there's, um, things out there that's like yoga's good, running's good, walking's good. If you hate it, you're not going to want to do it. Mm. And you're just setting yourself up to, to fail in that habit. Because even if you schedule time or you need to do it three times a week or whatever, when it comes to be that time for you to go and, um, you know, do that workout, do that exercise, you're eventually like, no matter how strong willed you are, you're not going to do it. So find something that you like, and then allow yourself to be the priority. Um, I think especially as women, but really everybody, um, we always find a reason why, you know, that time 
I can give that up. There's something else going on that's more important. Um, really schedule it in and hold that as sacred. Um, it's already something that you like to do. So just hold on to it, schedule it in your day. Um, I think that that's been the thing for me. I put it on my calendar. It's on my work calendar. Um, so people know like Amanda needs to leave at this time and it's to go work out. But, um, you know, for me, that's been what's habit forming is those just recurring invitations. And, um, you know, I am all for trying new things, but if I don't like it after a couple of times, it's okay to say that this isn't for me. I need something else right now. Totally. Well, and that's not to say like, you know, that right, whatever type of workout you did right now, maybe in a few years, like you're at a different point in your life. Like you brought up yoga and that is something that I have always wanted to like, be like super into. Yeah. I just have not. <laughs> like I know. I just have not. <laughs> but yeah, I will right. like every six months or so take a class to be like, maybe I like it now. It hasn't happened yet, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, I funny know. <laughs> story. I, bro- I broke my tailbone about three and a half yeah. weeks ago. So I am have pretty limited mobility right now. And like, I can't sit on my spin bike. I have a Peloton at home and it's driving me crazy. Cause that's like, that's my personal workout here at home yeah. and driving me crazy. I was telling my husband, I was like, maybe I could just stand and ride the whole time. He's like, that's probably not safe. Like, <laughs> not I'm like, I'm like, no, it's fine. He's like, but no, like, what if you've accidentally you know, sit down or slip? He's like, not a good idea. So I'm, I got a membership at hot works. It's like a hot sauna, like hot yoga. I was like, if I'm going to do yoga, I like, I really like a challenge. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it like 120 degrees. Like I have to tell you, Amanda, I love it now. Like I love it and I'm kind of like, okay, God literally knocked me on my butt. (laughs) Like maybe break my (laughs) tailbone to slow me down to try something new. Now I'm like, maybe I want to get certified in yoga. <laughs> like, you right? know, what I mean? when you do yeah. something, and like, okay, no, because it's help. It's helping me through my recovery. But it, a year ago, I would have been like, nah, I'm not going to commit to that. No way. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just allowing yourself to go in those tides, you know, and recognize mm-hmm. like that something shifted and this works now. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I, in my program that I do with, um, all my girls, it's a, and they create like their own um, healthy habit plan. And on week three, it's called self-transform you. They do, um, we talk about habit strategy and workouts. And one of the things we challenge them to do is look into different type of workouts, find something like they kind of like date around and figure out what they like or what they don't like. And the beauty of doing hard things and a workout and, you know, challenging themselves and being open to new opportunities and, seeing movement more as joy. Like I kind of mentioned, you know, spinning is like kind of one of my soulmate workouts. It was one of the first things I was ever certified in to Mm -hmm. teach. And I have my own Peloton now just to have my own time, which is so beautiful, but it's not to say that that could ever change, you know, so much. I love that so much. So I want to kind of continue this conversation a little bit more and pivot a little bit about body positivity. So I want to know what that means to you. I feel like it's such a buzzword right now. And I feel like we, we want to focus on the inside before we can focus like on the outward appearance. I mean, we all want to feel our best from the inside out, but I think a lot of times we start from the outside and then, and I think we have it backwards a lot of times. Well, I want to just kind of get your take on that. 
absolutely. I completely agree. I mean, I um, started exercising because I wanted to lose weight. So I mentioned, you know, I've always lived in a larger body. Um, I'm considered a plus size instructor. Um, I, and you know, one of the reasons why I really questioned whether I should audition was maybe I'll walk into this space. They're going to take one look at me and be like, nope, she can't do it. Um, so I, um, completely understand that that's what drives a lot of people to work out. But, um, I think that that's okay if that's what drives you into the space. But I think that why people end up sticking to um, a lot of the workouts and things like that is because of the way that it makes you feel. Um, You know, I, you leave workouts, a lot of times you feel taller, stronger, whatever. And those things do end up translating into, um, you know, other areas of your life. And, um, you know, for me in terms of, of body positivity, it's, it's almost some of that, um, that self-transformation that we were talking about earlier on in that I had to transform my thinking into, um, I need to look a certain way to be able to do this to, I need to, you know, this is what I look like right now. And I can hit the pause button on everything. And um, I can not take classes because of whatever, or I can go out and I can live my life and mm-hmm. I can just be, um, you know, I was fortunate to find a couple communities that have been really incredibly accepting. And I can specifically think back to when I was training at Cycle Bar to um, Jess Feli is one of their master or their senior master instructors right now. And I would even said, you know, as I was auditioning, like, I'm really grateful for the other instructors that are here that no one's even like, it has not been a topic of conversation. It's not been a thing that's come up. I'm here just like all of the other people who live in smaller bodies. And, you know, Jess was just like the things that you have um, to say and to teach and to show are just as important as everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And, you know, particularly we're in a space right now with, um, with gyms in the fitness industry anyway, where they've been through a difficult couple of years, it doesn't matter what you look like, like you get to live your life the way that you are now. That's not to say that maybe there's not something that you want to change, but you're worthy to work in. You are worthy enough to walk into any gym now and do your best at that workout. Um, you are worthy to walk into a class and just do your best at whatever modality that looks like, Mm -hmm. um, today. It doesn't need to be when you've done five workouts. It doesn't need to be when you've ran 10 miles, like you can do that today. And you can live your life today. You can go on, um, you know, the trip that you, you know, were holding back on doing because you wanted to lose 20 pounds. It's okay to live your life now. And so for me, um, that's what body positivity and neutrality and acceptance has really been. It's just like, I might look like this now. I might look like this tomorrow. I might look like this a year from now. That's not to say that I'm not working on myself, but I'm also not going to get these years back. I'm not going to get this time back. And so if I live my life, not 
doing the things that I want to do because of the way that I look, I'm just wasting my time here. Mm. And how often do we look back at pictures where we thought we looked horrendous and they're five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago. And you're like, I actually looked good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, those things are very real. So for me, that's, um, you know, that's really, that's what body positivity is. Take the pictures, take the classes, take the trips, do what you want to do. Um, you know, despite the things that you may want to change and it's okay to be working on those at the same time as you're living the rest of your life. Hmm. I love just how you said, you know, you were worthy of doing these things. And I feel like women, especially in all shapes and sizes, we all have so many insecurities about ourselves and we are often worried about what other people are going to say or look. But a lot of times I always tell this to my kids. I'm like, you know what everyone's favorite subject matter is? I'm like themselves, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times yeah. they're not paying attention to you because they're worried about, you know, how they look as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a way to live your life, you know, you, should you stay home and not go out because you are so insecure about yourself or should you go live your life and create a beautiful life and experiences? And like you said, it's more so on how you feel, how something makes you feel and not necessarily like, oh, I don't want this to hold me back because of the way I look. But on the other side of that, if you give it a chance, you're like, man, I feel great. What else can I do? What else mm-hmm. can I do? Right. You said, take the yeah. trip, leave the job, do whatever. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's, I think we are so quick to close doors on ourselves that other people are trying to pull us through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. like, just let yourself go through the door. It's the door. You can go back to the other side if it doesn't work out, but you know, see what happens. Open that door. I'm sure you were yeah. lots of doors for members <laughs> coming to your CV classes. I love this so much. How do you want um, members to feel when they leave your classes? Just stronger than when they walked in, you know, and it doesn't have to be this massive shift. Just, you know, sometimes I have moms come in and they'll take the class and, you know, it, it is summertime. So kids are home and, you know, they're frazzled. And so they had a 45 minute reset and now they're ready to go on and they feel a little bit more strong to go home to the kids and and deal with the chaos that ensues there. Or, um, you know, someone's been able to, I was talking to someone and, you know, at cycle bar, we lift four pound and six pound, um, bars. And, um, so they're not, you know, they're not, overly heavy, but someone came up to me and they were in, um, the, the like landscaping store, like, you know, by getting mulch and the person was like, Oh, you're not going to be able to lift those. And she's like, I got this. It's fine. And so she was, you know, whipping up the bags of mulch (laughs) and she's like, all I do are these four pound and six pound weights, but like, I feel strong. So, Mm -hmm. um, my goal is to really let people take a pause from their life, whatever it is that the four walls that are that spin studio is a safe space and you can be whoever you need to be in those 45 minutes. You can laugh, you can cry can just be who you need to be so that when those doors open and the 
um, light from outside kind of starts to filter in there, um, you're just a little bit more ready to handle whatever's outside of the walls. And, you know, maybe you're coming in on a huge high, want you to feel even better, or maybe it wasn't a good day and you can just leave and be able to handle that. So I truly believe that the work that you do in that workout space, whether it's spin class run, like whatever it is, um, you know, it translates into just making you feel a little more ready for the rest of your life. And, um, just a little bit stronger than, than when you started. I love that so much. I could talk about this all day. All right. One more question for you. One more question. So what would you say to someone who's listening and they're like, Oh my goodness, this sounds great but I'm scared because I'm a beginner. I've never taken a spin class or like, you know, I teach at orange theory now and it's like, Oh my gosh, I could never go and like go to orange theory or I could never go to a yoga class for that matter. What would you, what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone who's a beginner? Um, I think that for someone who's a beginner, particularly if they're wanting to go to a gym workout, um, those gyms want you there. They don't care what you look like. Right. And, um, when you talk to instructors, no one started because they were like, I was really good at this workout and I wanted to show everyone else how good I was at it. Right. Like that's not it. So, um, when you're a beginner, allow yourself the space to be vulnerable and just say, I'm not going to get this perfect today, but I'm going to try it. Um, and then wherever you go, ask questions beforehand the instructors want you to be comfortable. So if it's an orange theory workout, like let them show you how to use the rowing machine and how to use the treadmill and where the weights are. Um, if it's a spin workout, let us show you how to set up your bike. Um, whatever it is, allow yourself the space to get knowledgeable so that even if it's something you don't like, you at least gave yourself the best shot to be able to like it. You were set up for success. And recognize that when you are in those spaces that, um, you know, everyone's, like you said, people are watching themselves in the mirror. They're not looking across the the room at you. Um, And they're just trying to get better too. And I think one of the beautiful things about group fitness is that you do end up in these spaces where everyone's just trying to support and, you know, further each other along. Um, and if you do find yourself in a space where you don't feel accepted, there's a ton of other places where you can go that will, and, um, and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe, you know, don't let one bad experience somewhere ruin a modality that you might actually love, Mm -hmm. um, because of, you know, one instructor, one space, one community. Um, you know, there's a lot of other cycling studios around where I live and I know that that's the case in other areas. So when you come to my class, like uh, you're my guest, I want you to be like a guest in my house. I want to make sure you have what you need. And, um, you know, even if you didn't like the workout, I at least want you to have said like, well, at least they were nice and they would have me back, you know? <laughs> um, so that's it. Just really take it all in. We're use the instructors, um, to ask questions, take advantage of the free classes. If you're starting out, I know mm-hmm. cycle bar usually offers a first ride free, regardless of the studio. I think 
you know, they're either free or discounted classes at, at most of the other major gyms. So try it, right? It's, it's a low, um, it's a low barrier to entry. Yeah. Well, and everyone's been a beginner at some point. hundred percent. At some point I teach, um, 5am classes a couple days a week. It's actually five, six and 7am. Um, And I know it's really early, um, but, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not riding a bike the whole time. I'm walking. Sure. Around. Sure. So sure. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. I would, <laughs> I would be off a bike if I was on a third class like, laying on the floor. <laughs> like, but we have a member there. She's like, there's a couple of them that are like OG members. Like they've been there since day one. They signed up before, like, you know, the construction was all, not even all the way yeah. done on the studio yet. And they are so welcoming to new members. And they always ask like the next day, like, did they sign up? Like, what else can we have done to like make them feel more welcome? Or like, that was a really hard workout for them to come on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's yeah. a huge group fitness. So I love it so much. Yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I love it so much. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for this conversation. It was such a delight yeah. to connect with you. So, so absolutely. Where can everyone find you online and connect with you? Yeah. So um, my Spotify, if you're looking for music, is just my name. Um, I'm Amanda Blevins. Um, I am on Instagram and I have the weirdest handle, but it's the first two letters of my first, middle and last name. So it's A-M-L-E-B-L. Um, that is my handle. Or, you know, I'm, I'm 35, so I'm older. I do have Facebook. I'm Amanda Blevins on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's but my oldest is 14. He's going to be a freshman. And he's like, hey, mom, can I finally get like social media? And I'm like, nah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, what social media like would you want? And he's like, just Instagram and Snapchat. I was like, would you want like Facebook? He's like, who's on Facebook? Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Or I always joke, we always joke, like my dad is like the king of Facebook. Like he'll make a post about (laughs) something and him and all his friends are just like, (laughs) just everything, like, 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 everything. But I'll make sure to link all that in the show notes so they can connect with you. Or if they're in, remind us what studio you're at where it's located. Yeah. So I actually teach at two cycle bars currently. So I am at cycle bar Westchester as well as cycle bar Collegeville. And they're both in the greater Philadelphia area. Okay. Awesome. So if anyone's in the greater Philadelphia area wants to visit Amanda and take a cycle bar class with her, try it out. See if you like, I know you'll definitely feel welcomed and have a wonderful time under those lights. There's a lot of magic that happens in those four walls. I can definitely attest to that as well. So Amanda, thank you so much for this conversation. Thanks, Emily. It was great to talk with you. Amanda, 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 thank you so much for this conversation. I told you, y'all, don't you feel like super joyful after just listening to her? Girl, if you're ever in Indiana and like guest teach or if I'm ever in Westchester, Pennsylvania for any reason, gotta take a class with you, girl. So y'all, make sure to follow Amanda. I'll link everything for you in the show notes for you. But let's get into my three biggest takeaways. And y'all, if this is your first time listening to the show, I always do this after we have a guest 
guests on the show because if you're like me, sometimes you are multitasking while you're listening to podcasts. You're making dinner, you're doing the dishes, you're folding the laundry, you're maybe going for a walk. Maybe you're um, doing an indoor cycling um, program on your own at home and you listen to a podcast. These are all, or you're in the shower. That's all the places I listen <laughs> to podcasts. So I share my three biggest takeaways to kind of give you the cliff notes here at the end of the episode. So let's talk about it. So number one, I love what Amanda said. She said, movement is for everyone. Yes, movement is for everyone. It's not just for the people that are like, like you think are the fittest people in the world. No, movement is for everyone. And this really got me thinking about triathlons. (laughs) Stay with me here. Okay, my husband started doing some triathlons a couple years ago. And when I watched his first triathlon, I was just amazed at all the different people completing this triathlon. And I felt so much joy. I mean, if you ever want to feel like teary-eyed, stand at the finish line to like a marathon or like a triathlon or something like that. Everyone's just so accomplished and proud of themselves. And we're just, I clap for everybody. I'm like, I want everyone to have fun, which I really do. Um, I'm not that competitive, (laughs) obviously, but I do. I want everyone to have fun. But it, it it made me so excited for all these folks because I'm like, wow, they're doing things maybe they never thought they could do. And I, like I said, there was people that looked like my grandparents' age. There was people our age. There was young kids. There was people of all different shapes and sizes. And that just really made me think of what she said. You know, movement is for everyone. And trying to put yourself out there can be really hard. But once you do, you're going to build that positivity snowball. I talk about this so much in all my programs because the girls know who are either a member of the Habit Hacking Society or alumni STU, they have a big old positivity snowball going right now. And it's building up so many healthy habits in their life. But movement is for everyone. If you just put yourself out there you are going to feel amazing. You know, you might have some goals you're going after and you might try some things that you might not like. Amanda had some really great suggestions for when you're trying to make working out or fitness a habit in your life is if you don't like something, don't do it. We've talked about this so many times. You know, try a couple of times. If you're like, eh, I really just don't like this, then don't do it. Don't do it because you're not going to stick with it because you're not enjoying it. Now, is not to say that sometimes it might not be hard and sometimes you really want the challenge. You know, the beauty of doing hard things in a workout applies to real life as well. But don't, you you have to at least give yourself that chance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Give yourself that chance to find what you want to do and know that movement is for everyone and the type of movement that you're going to do may ebb and flow throughout time, but just know the more you do it, the more you're going to crave it and want to do other things as as the seasons of your life change because you have that outlet for yourself, not just physically, but more so mentally. I can tell you when I wasn't able to do a lot of the movement that I'm used to doing this past summer, it really affected me mentally. I'll be talking about that next week. Number two, let's just talk about body positivity for a moment. I love how she said, you just need to be, you need to live, live in your own body type, okay? What you have to say or do is just as important as anyone else, no matter what size you are. And it's okay if you want to change or lose weight or, um, you know, wear this really pretty dress that you want to feel super confident in, but 
don't let life pass you by while waiting for the wait. Kind of like we titled this episode. A lot of times folks are thinking, oh, well, I'll wait till I lose this weight or I'll wait till I can be able to do this before I do that. And a lot of times life might be passing you by because you're waiting on the wait. Like she said, like Amanda said, if not today, not it's 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 not today when, you know, the future comes so quickly, you know, we, time goes by so quickly. I was just having this discussion with, um, my oldest son because we were talking about something being a few months away and he's like, Oh, that seems forever. And I was like, son, (laughs) time goes by so quickly. And a lot of times you'll wish you would have started, um, living versus waiting on that wait. And then lastly, I want to encourage you to try a group fitness class. If you never have, let Amanda and I be some inspiration for you today because it is my favorite thing in the world. I love, love, love teaching group fitness. I've taught at Cycle Bar. I've taught at small gyms. I've taught boot camp at my church. I currently teach at Orange Theory. I do virtual classes with the girls in my society. Like, I love it. I love it, love it, love it so much. Did I used to love it? No, no. (laughs) As a member, sometimes it's really intimidating going your first time. Maybe go somewhere where you have a friend or a friendly face there that's going to help you feel a little bit more welcome. Talk to people. Introduce yourself. I'm notoriously known at my Orange Theory classes for making people fist bump each other and introduce themselves to their neighbor if they don't know them. Just so they make a friend. So next time they can be like, hey, Sarah, it's good to see you again. Versus, you know, not making eye contact with people. And eventually you'll create a community. And if you don't feel welcome there, leave. Go somewhere else. If it's a cycling studio, there's 20 million other cycling studios. If it's a hit heart-based interval training place, you know, there's some similar places. But not a lot. Like Orange Theory. <laughs> but I want to encourage you to step outside your comfort zone. Try group fitness. And like she said, come inside of those four walls and just be you versus you, just you and your mindset and your heart and soul, giving yourself that time. Man, I don't know if I say this in class all the time. You know, when you come into maybe take a 60 minute class, I don't know when you get that time back to yourself during the day. Probably not gonna happen, right? Probably not. So I want you to come in, try it and see how you like it because there's instructors like Amanda that are waiting for you that are gonna welcome you with open arms and leave you feeling amazing. Not just be like, oh my gosh, that was so hard. Not just leaving feeling like tired. Leaving feeling amazing and empowered and when you leave thinking, what else can I do? Look at what I just proved to myself. How else can I do hard things in my real life? Okay. So Amanda, again, thank you so much for this conversation. You are a true joy, my friend. And I'm so glad we got to have this conversation with each other. Like I mentioned, gang, go connect with Amanda. I have her linked in the show notes. Go follow her on Instagram. Go find her Spotify. You can find mine too. There's a 20 million different playlists between all of these cycle stars and instructors all across the country. I love it so much. And I hope to see you this Wednesday, the 17th in our live workshop or catch the replay. Remember, it's linked in the show notes to join the community. We're going to be again talking about pacing yourself and not going full throttle into new habits. I can't wait to have this conversation with you and I can't wait to see you inside of Self Transform You. I hope you go and get the program right now. Go through it. It's not going to take up a lot of your time each week or if you need that one-on-one accountability, come join STU Next Level. I only have a couple of spots left. All right, gang, I'll catch up with you later this week on Instagram, in the Facebook community, and on Thursday for Habit Hack Thursday. I'll see you then, girlfriend. 
Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you want some free motivation texted to you every week from me to help you have it hack your health, send me your favorite emoji to 773-904-2157 and sign up for my weekly pump up text. I can't wait to catch up with you there. Hey, and if you love the podcast, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can also find the show. Then you can even email me a screenshot of your review and I'll send you either a Starbucks gift card or give you a free habit hacking call with me live on the podcast. Love and appreciate you, friend. I'll see you next time.